Uh, one of my favorite songs, Summertime by Will Smith. You know, whenever we hear that song on the radio, we know exactly what time it is. We know it that it's uh, almost time for our summer break. School is coming to a close and uh, it's time to sit back and unwind, just like he says. This is Jackie Chavez again with the High School Counselor. Thanks again for joining me. This week I had in mind uh, one topic, but... Since the last uh, episode, I had our um, high school graduation. We participated in our high school, uh, the school where I work. Uh, We had our graduation last Saturday. So that got me to thinking, you know, school's about to close. Um, For the rest of our students, the last day is about a week and a half. So that's it for the year. We're closing things down. And now it's time for parents to find some things for their students to do over the summer. So I said, you know what, what better time to maybe give them suggestions on things that teens can do over the summer. You know, they're a little too big for daycare, but they're not quite big enough to do other things. So what can our teens do to help them over the summer? What can we do for our parents? So I have a list of things, just a few things that I've uh, thought of that I wanted to share with you. And I've kind of broken the first one down into a few categories. Um, the first one I said was academic enrichment, some sort of academic enrichment, something they can do to kind of keep those uh, brain cells moving just a little bit over the summer so that we don't lose too much um, before the first day of school next year. So find something that they can do um, that will help with academics. One of those things is the summer programs on college campuses. Check your local college campuses for act for um, academic programs. Almost all of them have some sort of program that students, younger students, can do over the summer. Our local community college offers what's called a kid slash teen college program, um, where they can they can take all kinds of classes. Some of them are strictly academic. Some of them are more self enrichment, how to play the guitar, how to play the piano things like that. But check your local colleges. Almost all of them have some sort of summer program that your your team may be able to get involved in, whether it's STEM, some sort of arts program, uh, things like that. So check your local college campuses. And what better way to start getting them exposed to that environment than to do something over the summer? It's a nice way to kind of ease them into it. College visits are a really good thing to do over the summer, even though some of the students, most of the students have gone home for the summer. It's never um, a bad time to visit a college campus. The campus is still open. You can still do visits. Um, At least get a feel for what the campus is like, how large it is, what kind of facilities they have, um, things like that that you can even still see in the summertime. So check your local colleges. Most of us live somewhere near either two-year or four-year colleges. Just maybe go to their website or stop by the college and see how often they offer tours. Take one or two. Or even if you're on vacation and you're near a college that your student might be interested in, take a a quick uh, tour of that campus while you're there. Some of our students actually may have some work to do over the summer. We call them summer assignments in our county. And any student in our county who takes either an honors course or an advanced placement course or AP course is required to do a summer assignment that will be due when they come back to school in the fall. So make sure if your student has those assignments, 
because some of them can be a little, you know, labor intensive. Make sure they get them done and get them uh, maybe done early so that you don't have to worry about them. Put them someplace safe. So when the first day of school starts, they're ready because oftentimes those assignments can actually affect their first um, term grade. So just make sure they're getting those done if they have those. If they don't have them assigned by the school, you can always make one <laughs> up for your students. Maybe have them read a book and write a report or just something like that. Um, but, you know, just kind of be reasonable. Don't go overboard. For my upperclassmen or even some of my underclassmen, SAT and ACT prep. While you're on break, while the um, your, your classes are over, you can kind of focus on um, some of those preparatory things you can do. Why not take advantage of the time in the summer to do that? Uh, SAT and ACT both have awesome websites, so I suggest you go on to them. For ACT, that would be ACT.org. And then for SAT, the website is collegeboard.org. They have a wealth of information and resources on their websites, whether it's a question of the day or maybe taking parts of the exam. They have some sample exams on there. They give you techniques to use, um, other resources that they suggest. So use this time to maybe spend a day or two a week just doing some prep, especially for my students that are rising seniors and juniors. This is the time when you don't have as many things to do to check out that SAT prep. Uh, Khan Academy, I believe, also has some resources, so check them out. K-H-A-N, most people have heard of that. Um, really good online resource that you can use for some SAT or ACT prep. So those are a few things I had underneath academic enrichment for your students to do over the summer. You may want to check out one or two of them or none of them at all. It's up to you. The second thing on my list is volunteer opportunities. You know, sometimes in the summer times, if you can't find something, you know, a program or a job, just have your students volunteer. Check out your local hospital, maybe your nursing homes if there's one nearby. Uh, the Humane Society for our students who love animals, love working with animals. They're always looking for volunteers to help with those um with, the, with those little pets of everybody's. Um, so check out the Humane Society or, or, or organizations like that. And then if you just can't find something uh, from an organ, organization, check your neighborhood. Sometimes you may have neighbors that are either elderly or uh, have some sort of limitation that need assistance. See if they need some help. See if they need grass cutting. See if they need some work done around the house. Maybe someone to go get some groceries for them. Things like opportunities, like volunteer opportunities, are not only good character building experiences, but they're also really good um, information that you can use when filling out job applications, college applications, um, when you're writing essays about yourself, what better way to kind of show people that you've been involved in your, even if it's just your neighborhood, um, than to do some volunteer work. So check out volunteer opportunities. One of my favorite things I used to love to do with our children, staycations, especially when you don't have a whole lot of money. Staycations are awesome. Look around your city, look around your state for things to do, cultural things, maybe concerts. There are free concerts almost every day somewhere in a park during the summer months. Check those out. Uh, check out your museums, your monuments. Just hop on a bus or hop on an Uber and just see what your city has to offer. 
Sometimes we live in a place and don't take advantage of all the cultural things that we can do. And what better time when your schedule may be a little light, your student schedule, you know, it's not booked up with practices and rehearsals and homework and projects, than to enjoy the things that are right in your city that are oftentimes free or very little cost. So check out, plan a staycation, one or two of them. And then for my students that are old enough to work, why not start you know, getting that experience as well. Work offers all kinds of, of, of um, opportunities. You have to fill out a, re- a resume or you have to fill out a job application. Um, you have to learn to work with people. You have to learn to manage your time. Um, you got to learn to manage your money. All of these things are life lessons that it's never too early for our teens to learn. So check out your local businesses, big and small. Um, sometimes we overlook the small businesses because we just drive by them every day and don't realize, hey, you know what? This little mom and pop shop may need some help. Let's see if they would be willing to hire just for a few weeks over the summer. So work is never a bad thing. Okay. And then the fifth, final, last but not least, just enjoy the summer. Let's enjoy this downtime. You know, sometimes as a culture, we get really busy, especially from September to June. Things get really hectic around our house. And so use this time to relax. Maybe even suggest they put the electronics down for a little bit. Take in a walk. Go to the park. uh, Go to the beach and just kind of sit out. Enjoy one another as a family, friends. Um, So don't don't overlook downtime. Sometimes we want to book up our schedules so much that we don't have time to just relax. And we do need that time. So those are just five tips, five, you know, suggestions on things you can do with your teens over the summer. I hope you find this informative. Um, if you do, please, as always, pass it on to somebody who could be could benefit from it. Um, and this is uh, the high school counselor. This is Jackie Chavez. Thanks so much for joining me. And I'll see you next week. Take care. This week's quote is by Nelson Mandela. Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Thanks again for joining me this week on The High School Counselor. This is Jackie Chavez. See you next week.